Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle, rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, everybody. So glad that you could tune in today because what we're going to be talking about really excites me. On Go Green Radio, we talk about the need to conserve energy all of the time. Um, You know, we want to conserve natural resources. We want to reduce CO2 emissions that cause climate change. And we know, because we've talked about this before on Go Green Radio, that our built environment, our commercial buildings, hospitals, schools, our homes... Those buildings use a lot of energy, and not only that, they waste a lot of energy. And so today, we're going to be talking with a company that addresses that issue. They have an energy management and control system, a cloud-based energy management and control system that is so fresh, so hot, so now, so 21st century. I'm thrilled to have them on the show. The company's name is Intech Energy, and you can check out their website. Don't close your web browser. Keep listening to us on voiceamerica.com, but you can open up a new tab in your web browser and go to www.intechenergy.net. And I'm thrilled to be joined um, by the company's CEO, Ashish Goel. We have Ben Bradford, one of their vice presidents, and Mark Davila, who's in charge of business development. And they're all three going to be on the show today. And we're going to go through their product, their technology, and what the benefits to building owners and facilities managers could be, not just in the amount of energy we save and we feel good about what we do for the environment, but saving money on energy, money that we can apply to other good things in our businesses, our schools and hospitals. So welcome, gentlemen. So glad to have you on Go Green Radio. Thank you. Ashish, I want to begin with you. Um, Talk to us about what makes your company's energy management solution different from other companies that have that kind of a service on the market. Um, thank you for having us on the show, firstly, Jill. Uh, that's a good question. You know, our our system, uh, Energy 360, it's quite it's quite unique as an energy management solution for uh, small and medium non-residential buildings. Uh, it, I mean, that's the specific market we target. As it happens, that's about 30% of the non-residential market in the U.S. I mean, about one and a half you know, million buildings in the U.S., you know, fit that market segment out of about five and a half, you know, million buildings. It's a market that has been hugely underserved since um, there really haven't been any affordable solutions for buildings in this small, medium building size market. Um, as because uh, so, Energy Three Hundred and Sixty, we designed it as a low cost, you know, solution for such buildings. It addresses the whole building, so it's not just doing the lights or the HVAC. It just it addresses the whole building. It's a comprehensive solution. It's a full-on energy management system. A key thing that we have actually worked very hard on is to make the system very easy to use so that a variety of users can just easily use it, you know, just like you would use an app on a, on a smartphone. We really worked it that way uh, or maybe, you know, developed the system that way. I'll give you an example, and one of the schools that our system is actually deployed in, um, you know, uh, they just had an IT person who could uh, who could be allocated to handle that work, and uh, you know, he doesn't know much about 
lighting systems and HVAC systems and all that, but he figured it out within a couple of days. And he and there and he's using it really, you know, well now. Uh, by the way, schools schools are a, a, a great application, you know, you know, for you know, for this system. Absolutely, Ben. I want to ask you. Talk to us about the ideal sized building for your product. I mean, your website mentions small and medium sized buildings. Give us a little more detail about the kind of buildings that would be best suited for your product, Energy Three Hundred and Sixty. Sure, Jill. Um, you know, really, thanks for having us on today. It's a, you bet. It's a pleasure to come on and, and speak. Um, you know, the, the, this market that Ashish is referring to is, is we generally label it as about ten thousand square feet to about two hundred thousand square feet. And in our portfolio, we have buildings that you know range in size from single store story buildings all the way up to. Uh, we've got some hotels that are 11 stories, boutique hotels that are about 11 stories. Uh, but really what we're looking for is, uh, and where I think our, our product really fits well, is those buildings that have little to no uh, building automation inside of it. And, and this is really pre- prevalent inside, inside schools. And, and all the, the schools that we've deployed in, um, you know, we've, we've been helping folks uh, manage their classrooms better, uh, we've been gone, going into like their their multi-purpose rooms, controlling lights and the HVAC. Um, gyms are another uh, a great area for us to you know to work into. Um, a lot of portables these days around um, uh, around schools as they're you know dealing with uh, an influx of of students and and and, and uh, or a reduction of, of students if, if we've got that you know type of situation. So it, the, the system is really designed to be. You know, flexible to kind of you know hit as many of those uh, those folks that are you know out there in the market. It, we've been doing a lot of, uh, of parking lot lighting lately, especially you know being able to turn on and off um, um, outside lights when when needed for safety reasons and things like that. Another big one is these data closets. Um, there's mm-hmm. a lot of new data rooms, networking rooms and things like that that we've been, you know, helping people manage energy inside. So that's pretty much our target. That's, that's a, and there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot in that market. You've got um, quite an opportunity um, and, and that's a, that's a big piece of the building uh, environment out there. Mark, talk to us about the kind of information that your clients will be able to access by using Energy 360. How is the information displayed and, and what kind of information are they going to be gleaning from Energy 360? That sounds great. Thanks, Joe, for asking. And um, yeah, so our system is really set up, especially being up in the cloud, to be accessible from anywhere using a browser. So it's, it's easy to access it. A user can log in, put in their, their credentials, and they immediately get um, a very intuitive user interface. And what the interface is showing is uh, is really visualizing real-time power and energy data that's coming from the building. So they're able to see minute-by-minute uh, minute granular detail about the main building load, which may be just downstream from the utility meter, as well as uh, sub-metered equipment energy use, uh, like the HVAC lighting and plug loads. These are some of the items that Ben was just um, kind of speaking to. So what's, uh, what's great about having a system like this is being in the cloud, we're grabbing uh, the data and able to express it in real time, just 
uh, daily, weekly, and even over the course of longer periods of time, um, maybe a year or further out. And so things like your PKW, which obviously has an impact on uh, what you pay in the utility bill, your total amount of KWH for, uh, for how you're actually um, paying it in cost is all expressed and shown in our interface. And what it allows us to do is to look for uh, those specific pieces of equipment or multiple pieces of equipment that may be running in off-hours times that are, uh, that are using energy uh, irresponsibly, which is a way that we can then look to go in and manage them by putting a tr- control solution in. Uh, so that's, that's basically so cool. what we're focusing on and how we express it. That is so cool and so useful. That's the thing. I mean, it's not just data for data's sake. I mean, it's it's actionable data. And I think that's what's going to excite, you know, our listenership who might be looking for a solution like this. Ashish, I know that every building is going to be different. But on average, how much energy can you help your clients save and, and how quickly might they see a reduction in their operational costs due to lower energy consumption? You know, so I'll answer the second part part first. You'll mm-hmm. see savings, uh, you know, a user will see savings immediately upon the system's, uh, you know, implementation. As soon as it's there, it'll start saving. We typically see 15 to 20 to 25% is, is what we are seeing in the market in, when we are implementing. You know, to be safe, we, uh, we, we say, well, we'll save you at least 10%. But we are actually finding that savings are substantially higher. There have been, you know, cases. I'll give the example of our own, you know, building that we are in, in Pleasanton. And um, since uh, last year, we have actually cut the bill uh, in about half. So the savings is actually, uh, yeah, it's actually over 50%. And it really happens because of, you know, two reasons that this happens. Because, you know, firstly, you know, whoever is the building owner or manager, they're able to see what's actually happening in their building, right? So the moment you see, I mean, right now we get a utility bill once a month and you receive something in the mail and you really have no insight into what's in there. And so it really allows, you can see what equipment is being used, how it's being used, when it's running. In our building, for example, there was a couple of large air conditioning systems that were, you know, coming on at 2 a.m. at night every day and really nobody knew about it. So, so you're able to spot problems. Number two, mm-hmm. Energy 360 is really, because it's a full-on energy management system, it actually really helps to automate and control the building. So it, the, the system has scheduling, controlling. It implements simple strategies. It actually learns over time. And so it really helps to reduce not only energy use, but also helps to manage the, you know, the, what's called a, like a demand charge. A demand charge is something that often a lot of us don't really understand, but it's really used to the peak load. It, 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 it is related to the peak load that's the building in that billing cycle. And a lot of us actually pay, but we don't know it, and it's sometimes 30, 40, 50% of the bill. So it really helps to shave that off and help to manage the cost. Well, and what I love about this solution is that it's real-time data. So, you know, you mentioned that the owner of the building that your company is actually using, um, you know, that that owner can walk by, see the dashboard, uh, you know, the user interface and say, wait, you know, we're getting into peak hours. 
and and our energy use is going to put us at a higher tier of pricing. I mean, I, I've seen the interface, and with the combination of the energy usage, real time, and the cost displayed on that very simple, very user friendly interface, you know, you can see what's happening and take action immediately to diminish your absolutely. consumption. Absolutely, you're absolutely and that's right. In fact, so it was exciting. actually really funny is that he, he walks by because we have mm-hmm. it out on an iPad outside our office mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, in the wall. And he walks by every morning. He'll come into the mm-hmm. office and, you know, you know, within the first five minutes of him, you know, you know coming in, he'll, he'll come by and he'll check, hey, what happened last night? And if something was all left on or somebody turned something on, he, he, he wants to see why that happened. So, <laughs> That's so, awesome. So he digs in, yeah, yeah. And that is so 21st century. We've got to take a quick commercial break, but we have so much more to discuss with InTech Energy. So don't go away, folks. We'll be back right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all tune in. And I just want to remind everybody, you know, Go Green Radio is a part of a much bigger organization, the Go Green Initiative. Uh, That's the nonprofit organization that I founded in 2002 that is helping schools all over the world. We're operating in 73 countries, helping schools conserve natural resources for future generations and protecting children's health from environmental pollutants. And we're doing that all for free to the schools so that no matter where a school is located, no matter what their demographics or or 
uh, economic status maybe, they have the same access to our training and our resources that everybody else does. And the way we're able to do that is through generous donations from folks like you. So if you'd like to be part of that, check out our website at www.gogreeninitiative.org. Click that donate button and help us out. We really appreciate it. Well, if you're just tuning in, let me catch you up on our topic today. We're talking with InTech Energy, and they have a really 21st century, very cool technology um, and product that's helping small to medium-sized buildings, whether that's a school, hospital, a hotel, commercial space, save energy, and of course, that means saving money. And we're talking about their solution, which is called Energy 360. Um, Ben, I wanted to ask you this question because you know we talk about energy issues a lot on Go Green Radio, but sometimes people get a little bit confused. Energy efficiency is comprised of so many different things: lighting retrofits, putting in insulation, uh, shading our windows from afternoon sun. And when building managers are looking at all the ways that they can make their buildings more efficient. What steps do you recommend they take and in what order? I mean, for example, should they retrofit their lighting, then install Energy 360? Kind of help us triage the steps so that we can help people create an optimally efficient building. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I, I think that you know they're, the retrofit. A lot of times, it's so easy, especially as you're walking into and and going into like Home Depot or you know the the other you know large box stores today. Everybody's wanting to push uh, you know new lights or or for your home, and and you get constant pressure even even if you're a manager of a school to to you know improve the lighting. But I think that's 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 sort of sometimes you know putting the cart before the horse. And I think what we what we like to do and what, what we recommend to folks is you first do a benchmark. Um, see how your building is, is maybe operating against some of the others that are out there that are just like it. Um, one great resource that we've always recommended is the Energy Star Portfolio Manager. And we've actually helped a number of clients over the years. We've been doing this for so long. Get their, their building really benchmarked first inside that um, inside that system, and we start to have a nice conversation about, you know, how their building is comparing and how they're doing against others. Um, the second step, I mean, if you really want to, you know, make the move into something that's, you know, 21st century, is kind of combining that with our Energy 360 system, which is um, we start out with tower monitoring. So we, we do this really um, interesting uh, technology where we put these sensors inside um, the electrical panels, and, and those things, those sensors, they report up into our system, and it gives us a nice picture of how the building is, is using energy. Combine that with the benchmarking data, and we get a really good picture of you know, how this thing is, is, is operating and, and where, the, where the problems are. And, it, and it, it not only is it accessible you know, through the web and instantaneously, but you start to visualize and see uh, this type of, of information like you've like you've never seen it before, and we've really made it simple. You know, we translate everything into dollars rather than trying to use, you know, complicated energy terms like KW and KWH. A lot of people don't even know what that is, but mm-hmm. they do understand dollars. And so if we can kind of translate, you know, what's happening in their building, and then we start to translate also what they can do to their building to make it more energy efficient, it really helps people out. So that may lead into lighting retrofits. It may lead into doing tune-ups on your HVAC system. It may 
lead into, you know, changing out thermostats. It's really, it's really, every building is unique. So we think benchmarking is is a great way to start out and then moving into our Energy 360 system is kind of a natural fit. Makes sense to me. Ben, sometimes people confuse solar um, and energy efficiency. What's the difference and how does Energy 360 help with both? You know, that's a common topic we're hearing today because it's like I say that I'm in the energy efficiency industry and then the reaction that I always get is, oh, I have solar. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kinda, I kind of know about your industry and I, I always laugh that's, that's not really you know, the, the two things are very different from one another. Solar is about generating power on site. And, uh, yeah, you know, for a lot of schools, with, uh, um, especially in California, with a lot of the money that's coming their way to do retrofits, they immediately want to, you know, go right into doing solar. Um, but there's such a co- more cost-effective way of first beginning with, with energy efficiency, which is really defined as, uh, you know, using the same amount of, of, of lighting, the same amount of cooling, the same amount of things that you've always done, you're just using a lot less power to do it. I, I always characterize energy efficiency as being transparent. It, should, it shouldn't really affect your day or it shouldn't be about, you know, turning stuff, uh, turning stuff off. The building should react to you. When you're not in the room, it should turn itself off. And when you come back into the room, it should turn itself back on. So it's, it's, it's really about just trying to make things run more efficiently. And then once you do that, then you build that solar system. And, and if you've got your building really energy efficient, then you're going to spend a lot less money on putting in a solar system, a lot less panels, and uh, you'll be powering a building that's more efficient. Why, why power a building that's really inefficient? It's going to cost you more in the long run. It sure will. Ashish, I've got a question for you. Um, Energy 360 is a cloud-based solution. Help our listeners understand why that is important and how that helps the end user. You know, a cloud-based system, it, uh, it has a, you know, quite a few advantages, Jill. It really brings true connectivity and scalability to something like Energy 360. You know, Customers, users can access it anywhere. I mean, I could be traveling in China and managing my building in Pleasanton, right? I mean, you can do it over Mm -hmm. your mobile phone, your iPad, your laptop. Uh, It really helps us, you know, bring a cheaper solution to our customer because, you know, otherwise something like this, just the fact of if we were to do the same thing on a building by by building level, the cost just, uh, you know, really ratchets up. So it really reduces the cost of the, of the solution. You know, you know, new features and enhancements we can just you know deploy them a lot easily. And you deploy them in one place, and and every school, every building in that school, or every you know you know you know commercial building has that feature available to it. So you can the same thing applies to things like security updates. You know, because security is a big concern, and we take it very seriously. And that's something that we really want to keep updated uh, as to what's being brought to our, our you know, customer base. Um, it's a lot easier for users to manage a portfolio of buildings. You know, otherwise, something like that is much harder to you know, deploy. But now suddenly you've got a college campus, a school campus, you know, whatever, uh, like a REIT, some, somebody that owns a, uh, a portfolio of you know, you know, buildings. Any kind of scattered campus it really uh, helps them to bring that into one place. Uh, 
the you know you know size of data storage is is you know never an issue. So you can have it for one building, you can have it for you know, fifty buildings. You can easily scale to new technologies. For example, you know Ben mentioned solar just now. Uh, we can have you know solar. You can have your energy use in the same dashboard as the solar that's being generated in the in you know in the building. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all of it can be in one place. Ben, Ashish brought up an important point, and that's security. How can your clients be certain that their information is secure in the cloud? Talk to us about your security systems. Yeah, that that's something that we said from the very get-go when we started uh, designing the system out. We said the uh, number one thing was security because if you're taking data from buildings and you're putting it up into the cloud or you're controlling buildings, you've got to have the, one of the greatest security systems so what we did is we, we focused and put all of our data into the Microsoft Azure cloud. Um, these cloud services have become so prominent with uh, both with Microsoft, Amazon, and Google. We chose Microsoft in, in, in partnership with our utility customers. Uh, they were also very concerned about protecting their own data, and they had gone through and certified just a couple of vendors, and Microsoft was one of those. And they've done such a great job of being able to give us the tools necessary to detect when there's uh, breaches, detect when people are trying to break in, um, and all the tools necessary to combat that. Um, in terms of, you know, not without getting too technical, in terms of separating, you know, customers' data, we, we have uh, the great thing about also being in the cloud is that you can start up new databases and, and protect those databases for each and every client. So, Everybody has a unique database and a unique little, you know, area for their for their data, and uh, everything is encrypted, um, sitting on on uh, Microsoft server. So it, it's really uh, a fantastic system. And then with all of the devices that are are actually in sensors that are installed in the building, everything there is also encrypted. So when they're when they're sending everything up to the to the internet. Uh, we have these special ways of encrypting the data and also special ways of coming back into the sensors to, you know, update them when, when necessary. And then a lot of our clients, especially schools, um, like to run on a, on a separate network. And so we offer up uh, virtual private networking so they can have their own connections, uh, keep it off the school network uh, whenever possible. So there's a variety of different uh, security mechanisms that we've we built into this system because it is so important to us. Mm-hmm. Mark, in the last segment, you were talking to us about the user interface and the types of information that clients can monitor on the building. Talk to us about some of the management tools that Energy 360 incorporates. What are some of the ways that your clients can take control of the energy use in their building? Sure, Joel. Yeah, and I think the key to this is, um, so now that we understand by looking at <clears throat> Energy 360 and how we've uh, visualized the data and uncovered what we consider to be uh, the energy hogs. These may be, you know, HVAC units that are running at 2 o'clock in the morning, as you've kind of heard our team talking about. Um, so what we can do now is implement a control strategy. And this may be, uh, there's a number of things that can be done to try to help and how a uh, user can actually take over and operate their building more efficiently. The first is we'll need to, to implement things like uh, simple digital thermostats that tie back into Energy 360. So you would swap out uh, the standard manual thermostat that may be sitting on a wall with one that's now tied into our system. And just that it may be uh, 
uh, thermostats for HVAC. It may be relays for lighting control, uh, even down to plug load control, where we can actually turn things on and off that are plugged into the wall. So what we've given uh, the user now is the ability to, first of all, just manually be able to uh, take control of that thermostat through our interface remotely. Um, they could change a temperature set point, turn a unit off because they see it in our interface as something that's running. And again, that mm-hmm. 2 o'clock in the morning unit can be uh, turned off immediately. But the real key to this is to take the, the manual control away, take the user responsibility away, and set up some automation. So built mm-hmm. into Energy 360 is a complete scheduling engine, which uh, is very similar to like Google Calendar, where the user can then set up... Um, Schedules, weekday, weekend, holidays, special That's events. That's so cool. How, yeah, so, so now we can control how do we want these uh, these units to run, what temperature set point should they be set at. Did you need to interrupt? But no, that we're going to take a quick commercial break, but I love this. Okay. This is really, really um, smart uh, and efficient usage. I'm really excited about that. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but we've got so much more. So don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all join us. Today we're talking with InTech Energy. You can check out their website by opening a new tab in your web browser and visiting www.intech.com. 
intechenergy.net and check out what they're all about. But we are talking with their CEO and their vice president and business development director. And I'm really excited to share their technology and their their product with our listeners because I know that a lot of you are out there trying to save energy in your buildings, um, whether you are um, in a hospital, commercial space, a school, energy costs are, are something that you know, we're all concerned about energy prices just fluctuate. And best case scenario, they stay the same. But in many cases, they'll be going up over time. And so we want to keep those costs under control. And naturally, saving energy also saves CO2 emissions in many cases. So it's all good. Um, Ben, your website mentions the building internet of things, which sounds really cool. Um, how? Tell us how your product allows clients to participate in this transformation. Help our listeners understand what the building internet of things is and why they may want their building to be part of it. You know, so much uh, today, if you watch commercials, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of promotion around Internet of Things, and a lot of people don't quite understand exactly what it is, but it's really about, uh, you know, things that were inside of whether it be in a building or whether it be sort of things that are in your everyday life. Um, It's about making those things uh, talk. I used to say, you know, we're trying to give equipment a voice. And uh, in, in, in the building Internet of Things, it's really about transforming uh, things that didn't typically talk or communicate inside the building. Uh, it, it's giving them a voice. It's giving them the ability to exchange data with other devices. It's not just talking up to a cloud, but it may be that one system is talking to another. Um, the way that I, I, I kind of give this example is even in our, in our own building where things are pretty sophisticated, I have a little key fob that when I walk into the door, um, I use the key fob, and that's one system, and it allows it, it opens the door for me. That's the alarm system. Then I have to go up to the uh, keypad, and I gotta you know type in my my code, and that's another system. And then I have to you know walk into the into the building, and I have to you know start up the lights or start up the HVAC system. That's another system. I might you know make coffee, and that's another system. So in the future. Building Internet of Things is really about kind of putting all of those things together so that it's more personal. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing stuff that is just much more personal these days for the end user and uh, trying to make those buildings run a lot more efficient. Uh, so we want to keep that comfort level as it, as it always has been. We will want to try to operate those buildings at the, the lowest, possible, lowest possible cost so that uh, people are still, you know, still comfortable. But it's using our energy and and using our dollars wisely. And Ben, I was looking, you know, all over your website uh, before we went on the air, and it says that part of your mission is to make the building internet of things simple, accessible, cost-effective, and future-proof such that new technologies can be incorporated into the system. And I was particularly interested in this concept of a future-proof solution. What exactly does that mean, and how will Intech accomplish that? Yeah, the way that buildings are typically designed is that uh, you, you usually go through a design process when they're built, and uh, there might be a, an engineer that kind of, you know, sets out how the building is supposed to operate. And then you'll have a commissioning engineer that commissions a system upon startup, and then they hand the keys over. 
And all of those designs kind of stay in place. And things don't really um, change from that spec, including all of the equipment that's there. But buildings, anybody who's worked in offices or even in schools, know that these things are, are living, breathing animals. Um, and they have to change. They have to shift. And as new technology is created, um, new hardware that comes out, um, you have to incorporate these into the, the, the systems that are, are put into the building. Traditionally, uh, these systems have not changed. They've, they've stayed the same since, since day one. And, and the reason why Energy 360 is a software platform is because we feel like the problem with buildings today is not that it's a hardware issue, it's that it's a software problem. And so software can, can adapt and can change and can make these types of things communicate. So if you want to put in a new solar system or you want to put in new energy storage or you want to do something new with your water or gas, um, it's a software issue. It's a software where it can adapt and, and manipulate and, and bring new things into the system without having to you know, go through and rip and replace all of the stuff that uh, you've made an investment in. So it's, it's really about trying to make all of that um, talk into one location and uh, being able to, you know, reuse stuff that you already have there. And then the key thing is making it simple. These things can get really, really complicated quick, and you, you don't always need to have, you know, experts uh, or hire experts to, you know, run these types of things. It's got to be very simple for the end user. Well, and I think that that's going to be very appealing, particularly to those um, maybe even in the schools market or or for hospital facility managers where, you know, every dollar that's spent on facilities and um, energy, are, those are dollars that are taken away from the core mission of what's happening inside the building, whether it's education or whether that's healthcare. And knowing that, you know, we if we're building a new building or if we're retrofitting an old building to be more energy efficient, that this future-proof solution will allow us um, – you know, to, to use the system for the long haul uh, without continuous reinvestments, that's going to be very appealing, I'm sure, to that market. Mark, talk to us about what it takes to get Energy 360 up and running. Walk us through the steps that one of your clients would take um, to engage with Intech Energy and then get the solution operational. Uh, sure, Charles, sounds good. Um, so our approach to, to working with buildings, as Ben had talked about earlier, was really, first of all, using some, some really great benchmarking capabilities to make sure that the building we're interested in and the client that we're talking to, you know, has a good opportunity for us to find inefficiencies. And once we've done that, um, then the steps become very, very simple. Uh, we would have somebody go out and do a site visit at the actual building. Uh, we want to take a look at the electrical rooms, um, identify where the main utility meter is, and where the other electrical panels that may be within the facility are located. And as you can imagine, every building out there is wired differently. So there could be one or two panels in a building. There might be five. Um, it's the same thing as getting up on the roof and taking a look at the HVAC units, the types of thermostats that are there. So the site walks can typically you know, take a few hours just to get a sense of where equipment and how the electrical feeds to the equipment um, are dispersed. And at that point, we can uh, quickly put together a solution of where our sensors would want to go to pick up the energy data that we've been talking about. 
Um, the sensors can be installed by an electrician in about an hour to an hour and a half. And this is another key portion of our solution. In order for uh, the targeted building sizes that Ben had brought up earlier in our discussion to be uh, to be achievable, is we have to be able to have a very simple installation as well as from a timing standpoint, because that obviously adds cost to systems going in, right? Mm-hmm. So this is uh, easy to install by electrician. These are off-the-shelf components. They're, uh, they, they connect into the client's network, either through their hardwired LAN connections, through wireless. We can even offer a cellular connection app if there's no other network capability there. And at that point, once the sensors are in, they start sending data up into the cloud. So we begin to immediately visualize how this building is operating from an energy use. So pretty straightforward to get into a building and get it up and running. There's not a lot of parts and pieces. That's fantastic. Um, I think, again, that's going to be great news <laughs> for those facility managers out there, um, you know, who are looking at truly a simple yet powerful solution. A lot of, of your clients, I'm sure, Ashish, um, you know, may be concerned about how this might interface with their local utility company. Talk to us about how Intech Energy partners with local utility companies. So, um, so Jill, yeah, that, no, that's a great question. You know, we actually have a lot of experience working with uh, the utilities, with energy programs that they run for the last, uh, you know, more than a dozen years or so. I mean, and utilities are actually very keen to bring such energy management solutions uh, like Energy 360 uh, to this market, especially their small, medium customers, you know, because... Um, this is a market that uh, they also feel they have not been able to serve as well because it's a harder market to serve. Uh, you know, the cost of serving it is more, and so they've had uh, they've had their challenges with it. Uh, so they value such a system, and uh, in fact, we have uh, partnered with uh, you know, for example, you know, Southern California Edison, and they actually you know provide incentives for uh, deploying Energy 360 uh, to their, you know, you know, customers. It's actually that sort of uh, support has, in fact, allowed us to bring, uh, you know, free trials to our customers. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, now we offer a 30-day free trial. We call it, you know, BYBO, you know, mm. bring your building online. <laughs> and so, uh, and we just, and we offer it up as a free service just because of that, uh, you know, because of that kind of support that we've had from the utilities. So That's it's been really a great good partnership. News. Yeah, I think that's really good news because the last thing I know that, you know, a lot of, of these small and medium-sized commercial buildings would want to do is, is bring in a system that might be in any way incompatible and to know that you've been working alongside local utility companies for so many years, I think is a great, great piece of news. We've got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we have more with Intech Energy, so don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? 
Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to go green radio with your host jill buck jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show so call us toll free at 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 write to us too. save some trees and send us an email to go green radio at gmail.com that's go green radio at gmail.com now back to go green radio with your host jill buck Welcome back to Go Green Radio. So glad that you could all tune in. Ben, I want to start this segment off with a question for you. Many of our listeners are members of school communities. Um, They might be school administrators, students, educators, um, and facilities managers. And I'd like for you to talk to us specifically about how Energy 360 works in school buildings and some of the ways that students might be able to use the software system for maybe science or math lessons. That could be really cool. Talk to us about that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that we've done with Energy 360 is to try to make it uh, really accessible and visual for each of those types of people that you just mentioned. So we we have a lot of different dashboards that are tailored for um, administrators. We have some different dashboards that are, you know, tailored specifically for um, the teachers that are inside the, the classroom and then obviously the facility manager. So an example of this might be that the facility manager wants to see really detailed data as to what's happening inside of the building. And uh, that might be the temperatures in each of the rooms. It might be that he needs or she needs to be able to communicate the thermostats, uh, lights, uh, schedules, whereas administrators may be wanting to just see the overall effects of this system on their overall bill. So we'll usually tailor a a dashboard that might have something around, you know, climate uh, uh, some of the climate data that uh, the greenhouse gas reduction um, dollars saved, stuff like that. So it, it's really about trying to make sure we're giving the right information to the right types of, of groups of people that are using it. Um, we have had a number of, of teachers and, and students uh, coming through our building, looking at our even our own stuff because we have this great uh, facility here where they use it for stuff like this. But they'll look at our dashboard and they can create lesson plans around you know, what's the difference between power and energy? A lot of people don't know that. How are these things calculated? How does weather affect um, the, the usage of a building or the, the, the usage of equipment? Um, and how power or energy kind of, you know, fluctuate 
around uh, different weather events or different events that are happening inside of the building. So it's really a flexible system that applies to a lot of different things that schools may really like to, to see. And I think that's why we're seeing such a good uptake there. Well, and just from my background, you know, with the Go Green initiative, trying to help students understand how to become great stewards of natural resources, um, I love the idea of introducing them to this kind of data analysis, and I think that it might inspire them, um, you know, to think about green jobs and um, sustainability in whatever they choose to pursue as a vocation or as a career. Mark, to continue the conversation about Energy 360 and how it applies to schools, we have to talk about costs because I know we all know this. Schools across the country are experiencing tight budget conditions that never seems to change. Um, And of course, they're accountable to taxpayers for the way they spend public dollars. So how much does it cost to put your product in a school and how quickly might that cost be recouped uh, through reduced energy bills? Yeah, good question, Jill. So, um, and this is a this is a key area, and I think there's also some interest of you know not just how much does it cost, but how could they potentially uh, fund it. And so, funding can come from a number of sources, uh, especially from schools. There's obviously Prop 39 dollars that can be applied towards uh, energy management systems like ours. Uh, bond fund uh, money can also be applied. Uh, some schools have you know cap. CapEx dollars, right, the money that they had already planned on putting into systems, we can kind of be enveloped into a project. Um, And we can also offer finance options as well. So I I think I wanted to focus more on there's lots of different ways to apply dollars towards a system like this for the upgrade. Uh, What's real key, and we've been talking a little bit about the simplicity for install um, and that, that's a key component when you're putting together a project is what's it going to actually cost to implement it by having an electrician, for instance, put the sensors in or swap out a thermostat. The other piece of the puzzle is the Energy 360 system itself. And uh, we start off at around $99 per month um, for the subscription to be able to have access to our system. And that, again, really helps bring the overall size of a uh, project down from a cost perspective. So let's just put together a quick example. So say we're putting a single meter in to pick up a main building load and maybe a couple of sub-metered HVAC units. With a one-year subscription to Energy 360 and the implementation by an electrician, a system like that could easily be in the, the small range of three to $5,000. And this kind of comes back to the their recovery, right? So you're, you know, one of the questions is how quickly could they, they get the, uh, the dollars back through savings in their energy bill? As she pointed out earlier that we can look for 10 to 25% savings off of these, uh, these bills by putting a more efficient um, control system in. And uh, we see that quite often. So, a lot of these systems can be implemented and paid back with a less than two-year return on investment model, which is really great for an industry, uh, small to mid-sized commercial buildings and schools, um, because that type of recovery period is pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, um, and that's a lot more cost-effective than, you know, even the amount that it would cost to generate uh, energy with renewables. Sometimes we we want to jump to renewables, um, but 
but we need to bring our energy consumption down so we're not overbuying um, the the amount of panels and and whatnot that we're putting in. Um, you know, sometimes ashish schools and other public buildings go from changing out their light bulbs to installing solar on the roof. Talk to us about why it's critical to have a solid energy management system in place before we we go to solar or other renewable energy to generate our electricity. Yeah, and actually, uh, you know, Jill, you know, Ben spoke about this a little bit earlier as well, but it's it's a very the the logic is very simple. I mean, it's really you don't want to over generate. You don't want to uh, to buy excessive power when you're uh, installing solar. So you really want to optimize your building up front. Whether it's you know the the typical sequence of events might be you'll uh, you'll install uh, our monitoring, which Ben spoke about, which basically acts like an audit for the building. You you may do some retrofits. You'll have your the, our full energy management system in place to help optimize and control the use of the building so that the building is running properly. And then you'll see what the load is and set up a solar system or some other kind of renewable to supply you know energy for that demand. So it's mm-hmm. just really matching that up because and that's the right way to do it and the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, You know, Ben, over the past eight years, we've talked a a lot about energy on Go Green Radio, and we spent a lot of time discussing concepts like a smart grid and distributed generation versus utility utility scale generation. Talk to us about how Energy 360 fits into the energy system of the 21st centuries and how communities could benefit by having clusters of buildings equipped with this type of energy management solution? Yeah, Energy 360, like we've said, is, is really designed to kind of fit into this, into this new world. It's, the new world is all about communication. It's about making stuff more personalized. It's about uh, reporting things that it, as it's happening. And Energy 360 is a software system that sits at the building level and will communicate these things up to the grid, up to what's uh, the utility or if there's an ISO involved that's controlling the flow of electrons. It's about getting these things to uh, communicate and to optimize the cost down at the building level. So um, we really think that this is such a, a neat system and uh, we, we really think that it's going to help a lot of people really advance their buildings into, into the 21st century. It's so exciting, and I wish that we had uh, another hour to discuss this with you gentlemen. I am so glad that we were able to have you on the show today, and I want to remind our listeners the way to get in touch with them. You can check out their website at www.intechenergy.net, and I encourage you to take a look at their website. Look at the product. Consider Energy 360. This is a really smart affordable way to become more energy efficient, to save energy at the the built environment level um, that we all know is a big source of energy consumption in our country and around the world. I want to thank Ashish and Ben and Mark for coming on the show. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We're going to be here same time, same place next week with more Go Green Radio. So until then, have a wonderful week and do something in your life to go green.
you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.